0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. This is a special one on via Zoom. Eddie in Bloke and Bar Studios. Once again, thank you, Kempy, for the generous offering of space. Sorry I couldn't be there with you, Eddie, but almost thank you exclusively to COVID that technology has gotten to a point where We're able to overcome hurdles, such as the one we're faced with today. Um, Before I even introduce you, a little bit about me, punters, dribblers, a little bit about me, I've been struck down with what many would describe as one of the great illnesses in modern history, one I didn't know about until basically I had a kid, and that kid went to daycare. Uh, it's called hand, foot, mouth disease, Eddie. I have hand, foot, mouth disease. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Like, I yeah, I feel for you, first and foremost. Of course, I feel for an old friend who's struggling, you know. Um, a couple of things I want to touch on. First being that the timing is outrageous we were talking you were talking last week about how kids bring fucked up diseases back from daycare all the time and apparently it's just a melting pot for disease these places and we were laughing about it and now you've got hand foot and mouth disease which i i'm just i don't know why but i just when you when i hear that i think of mad cow disease i don't know why
0: no, dude, that's exactly. I think what I a used mad think cow, well.
1: and when you said yeah. it yesterday, I was like, "Holy shit, Bruno's got mad cow disease," and I couldn't get over it. And that's all I've thought of ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're not the same thing. I know that. No,
0: but dude, it's it's funny. I think the same fucking thing as well. I don't know why. I'm always like, hand, foot, and mouth sounds like I. I feel like I have mad cow. Just <laughs> but I know I don't, but maybe I fucking do. I'm not sure. It is. Thankfully, not mad cow, Um, but it isn't far off. Now, I don't know what the symptoms are of mad cow, but if you'd like, I can give you a bit of a run through on what the symptoms are of hand, foot, mouth, um, which is great.
1: Sure. Um, Yeah. I hope you're not eating your
0: breakfast. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Put down your food. Put down your food. Put down the food. And if you don't like hearing gross shit, then you can skip forward this, but I'd suggest you stick around. So, I think I said on the podcast last week, I got sick and tumult. That was just a run-of-the-mill illness. These things happen. I would also probably put that one down to my child's daycare, but a separate illness, fevers and shit. But that just gives the punter and the dribbler a bit of awareness that daddy's immune system was already on the fritz a little bit. You know what I mean? I was, yeah. I, you know, I was fighting off fucking viruses already. Then... I sort of slowly got through the week and, you know, I was doing all right. By Friday, I'm thinking I'm ready to rip. I'm back. Mm. And then Friday morning, I'm like, oh, throat's a little sore. That's not good. Is this thing coming back again? Rear its ugly head. By Friday night, I was meant to watch the manly game with Nude soon. And I had to pull the pin. I was like, brother, I'm fucking feeling like shit. Got another fever. Got another fucking temperature. I'm in bed shivering again. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah what's going on then because that doesn't happen no dude you don't get in like and peak. out of sickness like that
1: not with like, like and like
0: no exactly like why is this just keep coming back keep coming back and then i uh i think saturday was just feel yeah that's right saturday fuck i feel like i've, I've almost given this to my old man saturday Steph was out all day and it was me and Evie at home and I'm sick as a dog. I get my old man to come around. I'm just still shivering, throat hurts like fuck. Saturday night, I go to bed and in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh my God, my legs are so itchy. What the fuck? And I get psoriasis, as some of you may know, and I get a little bit of it on my legs. So I'm just thinking, Jesus, my psoriasis is getting out of control here. So I'm just scratching the fuck out of it then it's so bad. I wake up at midnight and I'm like, I've got to go to the bathroom and see what the fuck's going on here. And I look at it. And like, my legs are red, like red, like blotchy all over it. Bits of blood and fucking everything. I'm just like, Oh my God. And like, up my, up my leg, and, and not just that, but like on my face, if you're watching this, which I suggest you shouldn't, but I look like I'm doing white face. I've got fucking calamine lotion all over my goddamn face. Mm. So I just go, look, Jeez, the right? Psori- I think I'm just sick again. I'm like, fuck, the psoriasis is flaring up. This is wild. Mm. So I just go to the kitchen. I just unload like olive oil all over my legs, and then just go back to bed.
1: Is that like, is that a good treatment for mad cow? Olive oil?
0: Bro, I didn't know what was a good treatment for. No, mad but I'm cow saying, did point. it make did it make
1: it worse?
0: It didn't make it worse. I was just like, I need to just. This, these things are red, raw, and they're hurting and they're itchy, and I just need to put something on there to soothe. Yeah, yeah, soothe. Because I'll put I'll put a bit of olive oil on my psoriasis or some coconut oil every once in a while. Tip for young players: won't cure it. Nothing does. Autoimmune disease, got it for life. But if you want to try and ease psoriasis, bit of coconut oil. Anyway, Hideki just dropped a shot, by the way, in the Masters. Now twelve under, Shoffley nine under. If you I'm are listening up. to this live. <laughs> um <laughs> which you aren't <laughs> which you aren't anyway so i wake up the next morning and i go to steph i just go oh, i've got to go to the doctors i gotta get like a covid test or some shit like i don't know what's going on my psoriasis is waking out she's like you've got blisters on your face i was like excuse me it's like you have blisters on your face <laughs> so across like my nose like that teaser not the t-zone like uh, you know like the nose and the cheeks i have blisters and then on my legs what I was scratching all night was blisters popping up. So hand, foot, mouth, you get little blisters and the fucking liquid in those blisters is. Oh, so contagious. And so you're not meant to scratch them or touch them at all, because basically I could continue to just reinfect myself with this fucking thing forever, forever, forever. I could have this for the rest of my life. If I was to just keep scratching it. Um, So basically I have just been wearing long pants and long sleeve shirts for the last like two days and like just not moving too much around the house and like not going anywhere. And I change, I wash, like every time I change my clothes, those clothes go into a bag and then they get washed. And every time I have a shower, that towel is left outside to dry. Then it goes in a fucking bag. Then it goes and gets washed. Like I'm not wearing the same thing twice. I'm not fucking, I'm washing the bed sheets. I've got fucking Calamine lotion all over my body. doing white face and I feel like shit and it's perfectly timed because we've got a busy week so now I'm out of action for the whole week so it's like perfectly timed how long is this gonna last well I don't know if you were to look at my legs you gotta wait for these things the blisters to scab up Jesus Christ which they are which it seems they are but oh forgot to forgot to mention forgot to mention which is a nice little added bonus so you know to go with the blisters on like your hands and your fucking face and your legs you also get ulcers in your mouth so that's cool <laughs> that's cool
2: <sighs>
0: jesus christ so to go with all that once the blisters scab up they say that you should be okay now we've got a lunch on friday which i'm not cancelling just yet no no but, cause I, but it's not looking good. It's, it's, it's not looking good at all. It's not looking good at all. <laughs> um, it's not looking good at all. What's also funny is my old man came around Saturday. This is before I got all the blisters and shit on me. Dad came around Saturday to just help me look after Evie because I just was like, I was fucked. And I'm just laying on the couch sort of sick and he's playing with Evie and then just before he left like Evie was in bed he came over and he just started like giving me a head massage like you know just a nice sort of parental you'll be right mate da, 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 da. but it was like he was getting in there right it was a nice massage and then i wake up the next day and i've got these blister scabs all through my all through my hair oh my <laughs> god did you tell him that yeah I, I told him and he's like what the fuck dude he's <laughs> like he's like i haven't given you a fucking scalp massage since you were like 10 years old and i just fucking happen to do it i happen to do like some deep tissue scalp massage oh my and you're, god That's... and you fucking so i'm like yeah sorry dude keep an eye out for that Hopefully that is you didn't
1: get it that is fucking rogue as yeah all get out now i'm assuming steph
0: didn't get it or she did She's got it a little bit. Who know, I don't know how bad it is yet. Yeah, we don't know how bad it is, but she's got a sore throat. She's got a couple of spots, but I, I, I tell you one thing as a man, I thank the Lord for two things, thermometers and physical manifestations of illness. Because I feel like if I don't have a number on a thermometer, that is like a third party telling Steph that I'm sick. Like, no 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 temperature look at this temperature of 39 he's sick and then a physical manifestation of illness like well he's covered in a fucking blistery rash so he's probably not faking it i feel like that's the only way that you ever get the like you ever get true recognition of the fact that you're not feeling very well as if there's like a fucking you know what i mean like if i'm just saying i'm feeling sick but you can't really tell it's like he's fucking hamming this thing up but it's like oh okay no 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 he's technically should be dead at 40 degrees temperature and covered in blisters. So I think that we're, he's telling the truth on this one. So shout out to those two things.
1: Shout out to those two things. Um, is this another advertisement for tank water? Like you obviously, you were obviously reared on San Pellegrino, the really ritzy <laughs> stuff. Um, is it, is it, do you, do you now wish you were reared on the possum and the rat?
0: Dude, you know? I do. Look, cause I mean, I grew up in the country area, but we just didn't have a tank. No. <laughs> we didn't have tank and i don't know what the fuck's going on and i think my parents probably regret it to this day yeah i think so i think so because i my immune system is just as weak as piss <laughs> look it's I, not I'd great had shingles it's, before look, it's not
1: an it's not an advertisement for immune systems
0: no or for Sam Powell.
1: or for Sam Powell. Shout out to Sam Powell. I'm not knocking Sam Powell. No one's knocking Sam Powell.
0: We're just saying you shouldn't be reared on it. No, you can't be reared on Sam Powell. Because... You, introduce, you introduce Sam Pell into your, into your repertoire as you get a hold of, yeah. and you start getting a taste of the finer things in life. But if you're a young kid, no. you can't be drinking Sam Pellegrino. You
1: shouldn't be taking it to the to the, to the playground, you know what I mean? That shouldn't be in your lunchbox. No, no it shouldn't. <laughs> but,
0: so, Tom, the show must go on, mate. The show must go on. This is it, right? There's no there's no quitting this in this weak malnourished bull. He just keeps going, <laughs> even if it's slow and even if, if it's labouring and even if he's covered in blisters. He, um, he rips
1: and tears. He must But
0: you're a little but you're like cause see I feel like usually this would be when you'd be like, Yeah, I'm feeling scat, I'm feeling dusty, big weekend. But
1: I can't say that anymore.
0: You, no. Everything you say pales in comparison to anything I'm going through right now. Well that was it was
1: funny when you called me yesterday and like, How are you feeling? I was like, I was busted. And I hadn't even driven home yet, but I was busted. And you were like, well, you're not as bad as me. And I'm like, well, I was about to say, well, you fucking, is this like a a dick off here, bro? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you explain it. You go, oh, okay, yep, yep, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, what
0: is it? Blisters on the face. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Okay, no, maybe I'm not. No, no, no. I'll I'll give you
1: the W. You can take it. Take the W. Take the W. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look, if you don't get the W when you got mad cow, then when are you going to get it? When are you Dude, get it? I've had
0: shingles and mad cow. Like I'm just going through all of the exotic diseases.
1: So if you want to know what Burma looks like, look up mad cow disease. That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what Street sent me a photo yesterday? Yeah. You know, you maybe were in the car with him, but do you know uh something about Mary Woogie, who's like <laughs> the guy with the yeah. blisters all over his face? <laughs> so he's <laughs> like the guy that was like his friends with, I think he's Ben his friend in the movie, and then he becomes like a crazy person at the end of the film. And he's like obsessed with Cameron Diaz oh. and he rocks up to a place and he's got boils all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sent me a message going, I imagine this is what you look like. <laughs> like yeah. Thanks bro. It's not far off.
1: Streety He can always be relied on. Yeah. No, he didn't say much in the chip back. He, uh, he was car sick. So he was like horizontal in the back seat.
0: Oh, was he car sick? Was he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: whitey road oh. through walka like to walka you go through gloucester and shit it's very windy but a beautiful part of the world shout out to gloucester and surrounding regions <laughs> <we get> that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so we, should we talk some sport though mate
0: yeah i think we should probably jump but
1: in. actually before that shout out to steph steph allen who's a dear friend of the show She she turned 30 yeah. yesterday um, was obviously in Walker ripping and tearing for her 30th. Shout out to Jack Archdale and his parents, Janelle and Milo, to all timers. Was it nice? Sorry us. we couldn't be there. Yeah, it was mad. It was unbelievable. Just good country, fresh air, mate. You know what I mean? Go to the pub yep. Friday night, rip and tear on the tins all night. Um, you know, nice lunch on the Saturday. Bit of lamb. Beautiful. Bit of ham. Oh, I love bit of that. lamb, bit of ham. Love, that. Um, well, love lamb, love ham. One of the great potato bakes all time. Oof. Bit of onion in there. Um, tip for young players Tip for young players Get onion into your potato bags, people
0: Now, just quickly While we're on potato bake Is your is that what Liddy does Or is that a cauliflower? No, she
1: does a cheesy cauliflower, Tom She does yeah. a cheesy cauliflower It is unrivaled It has won awards It cannot be beaten If you want to send me your own Warm must be warm. I'll try it, and I'll give you feedback. But I'd be shocked. Uh,
0: if you if anyone tries to fucking feed me cold cheesy cauliflower, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop blisters in their face. Yeah, yeah. That's look. You if you if you if you do that, you'll get mad cow. That's a promise. So you're gonna get mad cow. I'm gonna pop mad cow blisters now. Eddie, just quickly. Mm. Again, if you listen to this live, then you'll be listening on to the Masters. But Matsuyama twelve under, Shoffley ten under. How many um, holes to play? They've got four, three to play. They're on fifteen. Oh, is he shitting the bed? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. Well, yeah. That's what it looks like. If you get Choffley- a, you
1: get a bogey birdie. You get a bogey birdie situation.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: Cameron Smith we're did he at. lock down tie for? Yep. He got locked down top ten. Beautiful. Love that. Webb Simpson locked down at top twenty. We take that. You take, you take wins. That. You take wins when you. That is, get if them.
0: you are, if you are a uh, following along to our world famous betting show, for which uh, you know the world has, has just embraced it. We are obviously following along the Masters quite considerably. Head to YouTube and Facebook about even if you want to follow along. Before we move on to the sport, Eddie, I'm actually glad that we had that potato bake delay. Oh, Hideki, shit in the bed. Um, punters and dribblers hats back on the market. We got some more. Obviously, there were some dramas early on with uh, Australia Post where in the grips of lit- litigation with them right now, if you care, hasn't basically seen sunlight for the last few months as we, you know, fight for to what's take wrong. them down. Um, So there are some new punters and dribblers hats ready to rip, ready to rock uh, as you are hearing this there will be links available in bios and shit like that for you to go and purchase
1: they'll be on the website
0: they'll be on the website dot .au
1: that's correct um at the moment it says sold out like when you, actually when you go there it won't say sold out there'll be some. No, available. it won't say
0: sold out it'll say we the
1: um, we got a healthy amount not as many yeah. as last time so there's not that many like, well, there they're is. They're limited. There is, but they're limited, right?
0: You got to get in. You, you got to get, get in. in.
1: Like, you can't get in in two weeks' time and expect there to be a hat left. That's right. No, and that's this what is twenty twenty
0: one membership, so you don't want to fuck around.
1: No, but you are. you basically you're lucky that Australia Post fucked us because otherwise there'd be none more. None. They would have all been gone. This is like this is such a blessing disguise for lazy dribbly punters and dribblers who yep. just refuse to get their wallet out and buy something until they're gone. They go, Oh no, I missed them. Well, no more excuses, bruh. No, no more, more
0: excuses. excuses. One other thing before we get into the sport, the glory hole is now in our possession. The fatty Vaughton glory hole has been purchased business expensed and is now sitting out the front of my house. Very confusing to my young daughter and to my wife. Have you tarped but, that me. bitch up? Uh, yes. Well, it's undercover, so it's we're good. It will be tarped, but it's certainly safe. It needs um, to be tarped, Tom. Yeah, bro, it's going to be tarped. Trust me. She'll be tarped, but she's safe. She's well. She's every bit of eight foot tall. Uh, she's huge. Have you, have you given it a run? I haven't given it a run, Eddie, because it's the heaviest thing in the world, and it's eight foot tall, and... I had to go back with a full blown Mack truck to fucking get this thing. Shout out to Paul. I think his name was who sold it to us. Um, we'll say this Paul had me a little flummoxed if I can use that word uh, at one point when I went out there to get it, didn't fit on the Ute. I gave him half of what, uh, you know, I was like, all right, well, fuck, I'll come back with a truck. here's half. Didn't need to do that for Paul, but I did it because I'm a good man. Then Oh, Hideki. Is he going to drop another shot here? Yes, he is. Hideki 11 under. Shoffley 10 under. Fuck. He's, he's shit in the bed, ladies and gentlemen. One more hole to play? Uh, two more. Oh, two more. Yeah, two more. Um, and Shoffley, tell me that's not for birdie, is he? Oh shit! Shafley's fucked himself. Going back to seven under. What? Yeah, he's fucked something up there.
1: he must go in the water.
0: Um. Anyway, so I'm, I'm I've paid him half, and then you know we're just like it was Easter and shit, and so I was like, oh, we'll work out when we go back to get to pick to pick it up and with a truck and pay him the second half, and then I see on the bloody Facebook Marketplace he's dropping the price of the thing, and I'm like, oh, excuse me, Paul, what's going on here? what's this price dropping on this fucking thing? He's like, oh, no, nah, sorry, mate. My kid, bloody, keeps dropping the price. I'm like, uh, well, you tell that kid of yours to fucking pull his head in.
1: I don't, also, also, Paul, I don't believe you. Sorry. No, I didn't
0: believe Paul either. He's like, he does it for all my pinball machines as well. I'm like, Paul, I don't believe that.
1: I don't believe that, Paul. I don't
0: believe it at all. Um, all his pinball machines? How many pinball yeah. machines does one man have? Shout out to your dad. Good question. I didn't actually follow that question up. I was, you know, know, when it was like, I don't need to say anything now, Paul. You and I both know that that's a bullshit fucking excuse. And I just went, cool. Cool. Well, I'll be there Wednesday to pick it up, Paul. I'm not going to get into the bloody he said, she said of whether your kid, like, you're going to just blame your kid. Are we just blaming your kid, Paul? That's pretty slack. Also, what's your kid... What's your kid doing with access to anything? And what? I didn't even get the inherent joke there. Oh yeah, no, my kid just tries to fuck me out of money. It's not. <laughs>
1: a, it's not a joke. He's been serious. It's like, it, it makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. No. But we have the glory hole. Will you have it? Um, and life goes on.
0: Life goes on, and it will be taking pride of place in the office that we eventually get. Until then, it sits out in front of my house, which is great. Punners and Dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as as, as gifted as I think I am.
1: So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a
0: week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, for example... You could say it's also
0: a 24 hours before a game though, right?
1: No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night...
0: There's also a game on Thursday.
1: Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Well, yep. Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're
0: following on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you like
1: get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well,
0: <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, mm. they could call you doggy style value, doggy value, I don't know, it doesn't really have the same ring to it, Why? as daddy value.
1: You're being pettist.
0: Well, it's not pettist, you aren't a father.
1: I'm father of a dog. No, you're not and a father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah? No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds, we love you. Shout out
0: to Neds, uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds, you can also join the About Even group, um, where the, you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. No,
1: well, yeah. we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed. But for.
0: I did the bets. I no, you didn't... didn't.
1: You didn't put them up. They weren't on your profile.
0: They, they weren't went on there. on my profile? No. Well, I'm going to, um, I'll show you. There was
1: one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Told and that's me, it.
0: Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered the You didn't
1: do a way. unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. And yep. then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying
0: to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler.
1: Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the pun and the dribbler dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. Eddie,
0: wonderful weekend of rugby league. I think, you know, we don't want to get too into what I think everyone expects, right? Everyone expects this to just be like a manly masturbatory podcast. They expect us to be here with a sea eagle and us just jerking off some massive sea eagle into the camera for everyone to see, right? They expect Mm. you and I to be on our knees just pleasing eagles. That's not what this is about, though, is it? No, it's not we've gotten to a point where we can graciously and, you know, uh, respectfully just tip our caps in acknowledgement to what was one of the more famous wins in a proud club's proud history in that of the Manly Seagulls, putting to the sword, one of the competition heavyweights in the New Zealand Warriors, um, one of the great games of rugby league you'll ever see, and Daly Cherry Evans, one of the greatest players of all time, slotting his 22nd field goal. And I don't know the stats, and this is for someone else, but the amount of match-winning field goals that Daly Cherry Evans kit- has kicked, I would go so far as to say he is the most clutch player in the history of this great game we call Rugby League.
1: Look, Tom, I'd, I'd, I'd take your comment. I think I think it's accurate. I think it's I think it's in the ballpark. I'd go one step further and I'd be starting to put DC out <laughs> there in the pantheon of, of clutch greats in all sports. In all time. Yeah. You know what you I mean? i I'm you can go you can go back as far back as you want to when, you know, our early ancestors were throwing rocks at things, do you know what I mean? And there was one of the great rock throwers all time and he was yeah. clutch as fuck. He's in the conversation, obviously. But David like, versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah. Like David, David
0: hits fucking Goliath in the head. Yeah. Clutch
1: kills the giant. But had to get him in the sweet spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of clutch hitters, clutch performers. But DCE
3: now, I think surpassed all of them after his 22nd field goal. Um, DCE is the current record holder for players in the NRL for most field goals. There you go. So there you
1: go. What we're saying isn't incorrect. Um, no. he's now
3: gone one rung above David. Now He's on par with Joey. they both got
0: 22 well, field goals. Right, so he's got as many field goals as Joey has in his entire career. So, ipso facto, But, DC's, Jerry...
1: but DC has only kicked his in the clutch, like in the 80th yeah. minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, but, you know, just did powers of deduction and based on all the information that you just gave us, and thinking about David versus Goliath and where that sits in human history, DCE now most clutch human ever to live.
1: More clutch than David. Of David. And yeah, Goliath's more clutch
0: name. than David, of David and Goliath
3: name. <laughs> <laughs> David only did it once.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cherry Evans has yeah, done exactly. it 22 times. But Goliath was a giant. So he was awarded more points because you could argue there was more on the line, like life and death. But life and death. When you get 22 of those, it, it, it life is surpassed. Now, obviously the <laughs> Warriors, um, look, you know, in some publications, you know, some people have the Warriors not making the eight. But in, in rugby league circles, you know, I'm talking about people that really know the game, the really astute obs- observers. Um, most of them have got the Warriors top four. So... To dust a side like the Warriors at full strength, at full strength,
0: at the Warriors' home ground, at the Central Warriors' Rose home, ground
1: Central Host Stadium, then you start to look at uh, you start to look at that manly victory in the 80th minute when the chips were down, and you start to see the makings of a club who has top eight aspirations. Time is that fair to say? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the climb now, Eddie. It's about the climb. We're off the bottom of the ladder, mm. and we just We've got the peninsula on our backs, and we're mm. just fucking... Uh. Yeah. Well, it's like you I'm know, doing a climbing thing if you're just listening to this.
1: It's like, you know how they say for, the first million is the hardest to make? The first two points is the hardest to get.
0: It is the hardest to get.
1: It's the hardest and to get of all, all season. Yeah. And we've now got it. And onwards to glory with march. march. Now, now
0: the- coupled with that, Jason Saab, quickest winger in the history of rugby league. Interesting. I didn't know Jason had that. You know, when you're like, oh shit, Jason, just thought you were a tall a tall winger. Mm. Now I see that we're developing plays around Jason where we kick early inside our own and just go, oh, Jason, just fucking absolutely butts this loser winger you've got opposing you. Mm. And Jason's got that. Not only that, but Jason trained by the number one sprint coach on planet Earth in Roger Fabrice. Who says he could be the quickest person on, on earth, let alone just in rugby league?
1: Look, when you got Roger in your corner, you, you, there's only one way to run, and that's fast. <laughs> right? Like, Because Roger only works with, with people that have high ceilings. Jason, the highest yep. ceiling he's ever seen, ever worked with, and he's worked with yep. Brunson.
0: Victorian um, ceilings.
1: But I like that, you know that des has sat down with his halves and they've come up with a game plan that elaborate. You know what I mean? Like, it shows vision. It shows touch. It shows um, deceptiveness. Like, it's, it's quite ingenious. Yeah. Let's put, uh, let's put Jason with Roger. Let's get him fucking quick, like, as quick yeah. as anyone's ever
0: run, and then we'll kick to yep. him early. Genius. Genius. Now... Dylan Walker out with a high hamstring strain. Uh, But guess
1: who's back? Oh, what round is it this weekend? Is it round six? It's pretty sure it's round six.
0: I think it's round six. Do you know who's back? Yeah. Um, uh... Oh, Tommy. Tommy's back. Oh, Tommy. Tommy uh, of felt so bad that he let down the club that he find himself fame. (laughs) Did you read that? I didn't know. I didn't. Because he fucked his hammy which he still contends and we believe slipped in the shower, mm. but he was filmed racing some poon on the Corso uh, that he brought such sort of like he felt like he dis- felt, brought like shame, dishonor to the club, all that sort of shit. Mm. He fined himself 20K, if you believe Danny Weidler, of get me in the shot fame, uh, $20,000. <laughs> that is like, what do you say to that? And you know what he said? Well, this is what he said. He said, find me 20 grand, and I wanted to go to Junior Rugby League in the area. I wanted to go to Onions. I wanted to go to Snags. I wanted to go to Sharp Knives. I wanted to go to Tackling Pads. I wanted to go to fucking mouth guards. I wanted to go to the guy who mows the fucking lawns. And he goes, you know what? Take that 20 grand. Then you know what else I want you to do? Send me out there. I want to get on the fucking ground. I want to go out there and shake hands and do coaching clinics and fucking inspire the next generation because that's what I'm about.
1: How do you – like, men like that are pretty rare, really rare. Very rare. Just constantly giving back, constantly thinking about, you know, anyone but himself, you know. Yep. Someone that loves the game, loves the area, loves Junior Rugby League. It's – mate, it brings a tear to the eye, quite frankly. Now,
0: yeah, you and I have been in tears about it all weekend.
1: But the time, and I'm going to be brutally honest, Tom, the time for the donating of money to onions at al. is now over, <laughs> and the and the time to win rugby league football games has begun. Now, yeah. that's what we expect. Now, that's the benchmark. Two points is the only thing I will now accept. Tommy mm-hmm. needs to get his mind right, his body right, his soul right, on the footy field. That's where you can that's the only place you can do it. You can't you can't get it right in the training. Like you can you can prepare the foundations, but game day is where it's fucking all comes together. Yep. And I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling
0: real good. good. Real good. Real excited that Tommy's back. As we said at the start here, not gonna get into some long winded, manly, masturbatory, jerking off eagles sort of thing here. It's at the tip of the cap. Just a tip of the cap. Just a really classy tip of the cap to Manly. Um, And now we move on to a bit more rugby league rhetoric, Eddie. Did you see the photo of PVL and Gil McLaughlin at the races on the weekend? Did you see Gil looking lovingly at PVL, the man who has Gil's penis?
1: Mm. Do you think that maybe that was probably why he was looking lovingly at him? Knowing that he's... Shaft was attached to him. Possibly. I don't I mean, know. I'm, I'm spitballing. I'm sure. It might have been the suit that St. Peter VL Peter <laughs> Valandis had on, which was like Dude, all class. That suit was to
0: die for. Was that Prada? Dude, he looks so hot. All was one colour blue, tie the same colour. He popped. just looks like the life of the party. It popped. It popped. It popped. popped. Yeah. You know I mean? Gil's there like, ha, ha ha, there's my big brother that I look up to, that I just wish, you know, look, he's so cool. And then PVL just like, bruh, I'm the life of the party. I don't even give a fuck about you, Gil. I'm on a chair dancing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I what are, What's their conversation like? Do you reckon?
0: Uh, I believe that PVL gives him one of the sternest handshakes Gil's ever felt, and Gil goes, "Ow!" And then PVL just goes, "Sorry, bruh, I was just saying g'day," and then walks off.
1: Mm. I actually went easy on you, mate. Like, yeah, that yeah. was my you, that was a you, soft you, version.
0: Yeah, you think that was hard, bruh? Imagine if we were fucking negotiating TV rights. Then I really put the squeeze on.
1: Mm, mm. <laughs> break your fucking <laughs> hand, Gill, mate. I break your hand. Yeah,
0: your metatarsals, bruh. Say goodbye to those, <laughs> um, I believe.
1: <laughs> Say goodbye no. to your metatarsals, mate. It's all over for you.
0: It's all I, over.
1: I would have liked – I guarantee you St. Peter asked for – an extra lobster, you know, a
0: yeah.
1: dozen extra oysters just to put the flex on. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah,
0: give give Gil a vegan meal.
1: Give
0: <laughs> <sighs> Or the um what's the other one that you
1: asked for on planes? Like the, uh, like the gluten free. The gluten free. And... <laughs> give, give him the Gill gluten. Gluten free vegan meal. He wouldn't he'd be allergic to gluten.
0: Hundred percent he would gluten free Gil.
1: He's allergic to success. So yeah. I mean he must be allergic to gluten. I think You'd that's think a natural so. train of thought.
0: Well, gluten a key ingredient to success, Eddie always said that. Mm. Um and put him yeah. in a high
1: and he would have been put in a high chair as well.
0: <laughs> Had a little bib I mean, on him that they brought around. PVL puts Gil in a high chair with a bib at <laughs> <and> the races. <laughs> And a gluten-free vegan meal for Gil. A couple of things in the rugby league world, Eddie. The coaching situation at the Sharks. Now, John Morris of 300-game NRL journeyman, probably the number one NRL journeyman of all time, king of the city country fixture, John Morris, (laughs) He's been coaching the Sharks for two years. They've made the finals, I think two years, made the finals both times, has had zero control of the salary cap, uh, or the salary cap's been fucked, and he's had zero control of the roster, Mm. but made the finals twice. And then now, as his contract's up for renewal, they've just sort of gone nabra and apparently signed Craig Fitzgibbon of untested but highly touted Roosters assistant coach fame. Uh, and, I per- and I personally feel bad for him. For John. Yeah.
1: I think it's an interesting call because I don't, he's I, loved by the players, right?
0: Yeah. Like, Sean Johnson came out last night on Matty Johns' show and was like, what the fuck? Mm, essentially.
1: Yeah. Loved by the players, a journeyman, which, you know, I'm following a journeyman into battle.
0: Well, he's he's seen because, because he's because he's journeying.
1: he's seen so many winters and he's seen so many battles and he's journeyed so long and far. But yeah, I put a lot of weight behind something like that. But when you make the finals twice in two years with their roster, now let's be honest, that's not a premiership <laughs> roster.
0: No, you and have lost Bronson of Hot Piss fame and Josh Morris.
1: Like it's a it's 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 a top you can it's a top eight side if you get your shit together. But you're yeah. not going to win the comp with them. No. And I look at that so, and you he's made the finals for the last 2 years. I just it's interesting. It's like they yeah. obviously are of the opinion that Craig is ne- like next level. But when he has he hasn't been tested out at all. Like No. It would be hard to get a sense of that. Like who how do you get that information if you're if you're the board for the sharks? Is someone like Well,
0: oh. I mean, the rugby league world is fucking... It's not exactly like rugby league known for its secret keeping. I don't know if the Roosters are going to be... We like, hey, don't fucking tell anyone Craig Fitzgibbon's good. Like, if you're the assistant coach at the Roosters, you're probably good, right? Like, you're probably... You're probably going to be... It's like people are going to be... It's going to be obvious, right? Oh, you're assistant coach at the Roosters, so you're obviously not a fucking dead shit. Mm. Um, and then... People talk. That's obviously how you know. People talk He's obviously good, but it's like until you've had a team that you are the sole controller of, I don't know. For the Roosters for the sharks, it's like oh, you're just gonna fuck off, John Morris, who actually hasn't—he hasn't been bad. Like not only that, it, it's like he hasn't been bad. It's like he's just inherited some fucking
1: hectic roster, either. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't inherited a hectic roster at all, and the fact that they're throwing him out. For a guy untested, it seems ballsy. I'll say that. It seems ballsy. But maybe that's what they're like. We're like, we've got to fucking roll the dice here if we want to go back to the promised land. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But then you're also like... Oh, but I've been hearing shit about Craig for a while now that I think Yeah, but about you've
0: it. been hearing things about him, sure. But not necessarily like at the Sharks specifically, but he's been linked to every single club that needs a new coach. Like, he's linked to every club.
1: As soon as it comes up, right?
0: Yeah, but you're like, oh, bloody loyalty's dead in rugby league. And then they just fuck him off. (laughs) It's like loyalty, the whole loyalty argument is just so, it's just rolled out whenever it suits some butthurt fucking person who's like, oh, fucking loyalty's dead. It's like, mate, loyalty's dead. You want to talk about loyalty being dead? Fucking look at the rabbitos sticking their fingers into the ass of Adam Reynolds unceremoniously and be like, sorry, bro. Oh, yeah you want two years instead of one Adam who's bought us a premiership and fucking been the heart and soul of the club for, you know, 10 years. Well, here you go. How about this? How about no? How about we offer you one extra year? And then it's like, well, okay, well I'll just fucking go somewhere else. Okay. We'll offer you two years, but we'll lowball you at the end of your career after you've given us everything. And we've made the fucking semis the last three years. And he's going, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm just going to go and look somewhere else. And I hope he leaves now. Mm.
1: It's... I don't know. Like, I don't really... First and foremost, is loyalty dead? Yes, it is. Loyalty. <laughs> loyalty died in rugby league football when the era of professionalism was born and money fucking started talking. It wasn't like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty easy to be loyal when everyone that you play with is on like fifty bucks for a win and twenty bucks for a loss, and Mm. you get on the fucking piss together and you play with these same boys your whole life. Like, yeah, loyalty is important then, but when you're on a million a year, or seven hundred, or six hundred, like big money, right? And one club's offering you a million and the other one's offering you six hundred, what are you gonna do, bro? What are you gonna do?
0: When you know, you know, when they say like. uh... When the first fish like came out of the ocean and started breathing air. The who, moment- was, who was a
1: ballsy, ballsy fish?
0: Ballsy fish. The, as soon as money learnt to speak, like to talk, mm. loyalty died. Yeah. When money-, money learnt language, money died. When I money- mean, loyalty died. Yeah.
1: When it opened its mouth and said, yeah. yo, I'm actually really powerful and I can give you the world. Loyalty withered and died.
0: Withered and died in that moment. Like so, a removed foreskin, yeah, exactly. So you know, everyone is fucking pissing and moaning.
1: I but, mate, uh, I st- I still can't believe people piss and moan about that. I'm like, is this a jo- is this a joke now? This loyalty is dead thing. Like, is, it's, surely it's a joke. Is it said in? Is it said in like an ironic way? Or are people I mean, serious when they say it? It doesn't make any sense.
0: It makes no sense. It makes I will, no sense. but I, I will say though, with the
1: Reynolds thing, that I find it interesting because, for all of the reasons above, you feel like you feel like it's enough of a reason to give the guy two years instead of one. But I think more than that, the main reason I'd be giving him two years instead of one is, it seems to me like. He will leave if he doesn't get two years, right? Because he could go to the cows and probably get a three-, four-year deal, for example, right? Like 50 million. But I don't – where are these other halves? Am I – like, do I just not watch enough fucking junior rugby league and, like, enough second-grade footy? Like, I didn't realise there were, like, all these elite halves running around in, in the reserve grade that I just didn't know about, that, like, you know, you can bring it in at a moment's notice. Because that seems to be what the Rabbitohs are implying, like that we don't need you, bro.
0: Yeah, you certainly don't watch enough Junior Rugby League, neither do I, neither does anyone. But there are no halves. When you look at the fact that with the greatest respect, the 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 Tigers roll out Luke Brooks every week. Mm. He is, you know, he's their man.
1: Luke says the right things, says them. Says him. He's a he's a well, talker of talk, but he's not a walker of walk.
0: No, he's not a walker of walk at all. No disrespect, but you know, you look at that final play of the game yesterday, where he drops the ball with an opportunity for them to win, and they didn't win. They lost against the cows, who haven't had a win all season and suck. Uh, well, now they have won, but it, like you know, when you when you when you look at Luke as a marquee half. And then you go on like the, the the ridiculous like it seems like absent-mindedness of the of the Rabbitohs. Not only that, they're a legit premiership shout this year, and all the yarn is about fucking Adam Reynolds week after week after week. Is this this could derail their fucking premiership year? And then what? He fucking bails at the end of the year, and now you're back to square one with some twelve-year-old half who's shit.
1: I don't know, mate. I would have been trying to push these negotiations to the end of the year if I was him. Maybe he, wants to, he yeah. wanted some stability around his future. I get all that. But it just seems to me like, mate, get selling him on another year. Don't lowball him. Give him two years and then fucking on your merry way. That's how I see it because I'm like, I don't yeah. know who the fuck else there is. I know all that. you Quickly know, Ka- Yo.
0: Hideki into the bunker on the 18th, two shots ahead of Zalatoris. And he's now trying to get out of the bunker here. They get out of the bunker pretty easy, dude. No, no, I know. He has. Oh, great shot. They love the there bunker. You there they, you go. That's nice. Still two putt to victory here, you would you would think. Um let me just and I'll edit this out, but I just want to hear. Is he gonna putt this one? You can't hear this, can you? No. no.
1: I can get up oh, on my well. phone though.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to win. Oh, has he marked
1: his ball? Yeah, because he will shoot last.
0: First Japanese golfer to win. Yeah. A major. A major? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Male? Talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, say there's been a fair few Asian female golfers. There has
1: been, but I don't know if any of them were Japanese necessarily, but there's definitely been Asian champions for full women, quite a few of them. I don't think I would have... The fortitude. To, to putt this? To 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 putt even this.
4: <laughs> no,
0: dude, definitely not. I wouldn't I be able this to. For us, is a long way away.
1: No, but like, I'm talking in two.
0: Oh, shuffling. oh yeah, no, no, fuck no, dude. I would full putt that. <laughs> I'd put it short, then I'd put it long, and then I'd put it short, and then I'd sink it.
1: Yeah, I may even putt it off the grain. I'd be so nervous. She'd be shaking <laughs> like a leaf.
0: Yeah. Oh, you reckon? Completely. I didn't realize Shoffley and Matsuyama were playing together. Um, that's fucking even worse for Shoffley, who was literally a shot behind. So he tripled the
1: sixteenth. That's what
0: did it. Oh, bro. Good luck getting to bed tonight, Xander.
1: Xander ain't going to bed tonight. Xander's gonna to cry himself. Well, he's yeah. gonna. He's just gonna. He'd be in a ball. Yeah. He'd be in a ball.
0: Now, do we think do we pick Hideki for a uh, for an emotional man? Usually, they're quite stoic. The no, uh, Japanese he
1: won't cry. I don't think. I'd be. I'd but be, you know, this is like way to
0: the nation. So, or you know, wait yeah, way to the nation. Never done.
1: I don't think you don't make. They don't cry. There'll
0: be a little fist poo. Oh! He's missed it. Come on, Hideki, knock it in.
1: Whoever cries. Like, have you ever seen a golfer cry after they won at the Masters? Probably not.
0: I don't know what it means to him.
1: No tears. No, he's...
0: And yes, I absolutely have. I have seen golfers cry after they win.
1: Oh, I see the Masters.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Who? Here we go. Look at him. Is he getting emotional? No. Yeah. In fact, you know what, I'd almost say subdued. Maybe it's relief.
1: <laughs> he looks mate, he looks pretty relaxed. Looks like he's on the way to buy an ice Hold cream. Hold on.
0: Is he gonna hug someone he knows? Is it like his dad or his
1: I love the new camera they're rocking in sport. The HD one. Yeah. The one the that the one okay The one that, the, the one that yeah. like has them in the forefront and everything else is blurred in the background. It's
3: crazy. It looks like a video game. It does look the like a video game. UFC one wigs me out every time.
1: It's lovely stuff.
0: Um, He's crying right now. Thank you very much. Oh, he's crying? He is crying. Look at him.
1: No, we're like a second behind.
0: Uh, As he's walking through, look at him. Well done, Hideki. Well picked, Tom. Told you. I could tell. You could. There's a lot riding on this.
1: In my defense, I still haven't seen a tear, but that's that's Okay. He did, Wait, is he, he
0: walking through the crowd, high-fiving people and shit?
1: Yeah, I can't see it to you.
0: Oh well, you obviously he don't have very good. Uh, um,
1: he was emotional. Good. I don't know if he was crying. I think there is a difference.
0: Well, if you have tears in your eyes, that's crying. <laughs> I tell you what, I was I was concerned about how quickly he just went for that final putt. Didn't set himself. Was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to no. But he, like, but he would have. But he
1: may well have fucked it then.
0: I know, but he almost was too cash. I mean, look, he won it. So what do I know? But like.
1: Not enough. Not enough.
0: I don't know. I don't know anything.
1: Um, Shout out to is, that Adam, is, that, is that Adam Reynolds?
0: That's Adam Reynolds done. We put a pin in Adam Reynolds now. <laughs> um, but I will say just to finish rugby league, the DMC Dragons knocking off. The Eagles give me a DMC vibe, even though they aren't DMC. Is that is that fair to say?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's fair to say. I don't know what it is, but you can have a DMC vibe about you without being a DMC club. Correct. And um, the Eels
0: give that in spades.
1: They the Eels are also a club like in the current season where the best um the the distance between the best and the worst seems to be quite vast. Um, yep. you know, with the ball in play more and the speed of the game, the elite players just pound the beaters into the ground, and that's why you see some blowouts. Like, but the Eels have, they have losses to shit teams still in them. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, they're still, they still have the ability to lose winnable games or, like, yeah. guaranteed games, you would say. The Dragons have well, surprised you, me, though. If, I, I if I you're a
0: premiership that. winner, if you're going to win the comp, if the Eels were going to win the comp this year, then they beat the fuck out of the Tigers last week, which they didn't. And they beat the fuck out of the Dragons last night, which they didn't. They lose. Mm. like that. The Eels will not win the comp. Everyone who fucking every year when you hear these people talking about being premiership favorites and shit, I'm like, what world are you living in? <laughs> what world? There's no way they're winning the comp.
1: And But also, we've talked about this before. Outside of Manly, who is a complete... Smoky, But has the opportunity To win the comp There's mm-hmm. There is three There is now I think now Three clubs that can win And that's yeah. it Everyone else should be paying 50,000 to one Because it's not going to yeah. happen
0: It ain't happening It's
1: just not going to happen Is anyone going to beat the Panthers Or the Rabbitohs Or the Storm No I don't think so I don't no. think so at all Like the Rabbit, I mean the You know The Raiders had a crack On Friday night And they got fucking pumped Like they're just They're oh, not They're not up to it they're not up to it. So the fact that the Eels are like, we're a shout. It's like, but you're not though. Yeah. But you're not a shout though, is, are you? You're not
0: a shout. Like you,
1: not. I can't tell if you're joking or not. Like I'm not joking when I say that Melee can win the comp, <laughs> but you must be when you're saying the Eels can. You must be.
0: Have to be. Have to be. Because it can't happen. I, um, I... Dragon's surprising me. They're not going to win the comp, obviously, but the Dragons you had I mean, them, the dragons love early season form.
1: You, you had them dead last.
0: I did have them dead last.
1: You had them dead last. So have, they yes. surely they have surprised you somewhat, Tom.
0: Yes, they have. And you've got to be able to call that, right? You've got to be humble in victory and defeat. I'm not saying I've been defeated by, by a DMC Dragon, far from it, but <laughs> I will show them some respect in that they have been relatively – well, the Eels win is the best win they've had this year. They're that in the top four good. now.
3: They're in the top four, which will last a week. But yeah, yeah they won't be
0: there for it. Like, I mean, you know, again, I feel bad for Dragons fans. This is their time of year. They love this time of year because this is when they're up the top and they're fucking, you know, yipping and yahooing. But it's like, sorry, bros. Like, you're not, we all know you're not going to win it. So you'll probably drop out of the eight entirely after a couple of rounds. You might even get to like, what are the time they get to top of the table for a couple of weeks? And then it just. Off a cliff. Off a cliff. But I do have to pay them some respects this week. They they, they look good last night against the Eagles. They look good. team who else looked good just while we're on, you know, uh, who look good? Sam Walker for the Roosters, stepping in, throwing out fucking some audacious cutout balls to his wingers. Um Winning the game, basically, for the Roosters single-handedly. Scoring a try, setting up three. You're like, holy shit. Special. Special. And yet, Luke Brooks can't take a catch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Let that settle in. Can't catch the ball. Full stop. Puts it down. Or throwing cutout balls to your wing.
0: You wonder, like, I wonder. I know we're going back to Luke Brooks, and I feel bad. But if you're a Tiger Ty- – like, I just know if I was a fucking Tigers fan, which I guarantee you I'm not, like, how uh, – what – are you – are they over it yet, Tigers fans? Reach out. Are you sick of the Luke Brooks experiment yet?
1: Yeah, reach out. Let us know your thoughts and your feelings. What would you do? What would you do? Like, I have be on the, you blow to Adam made Reynolds? the
0: finals for 150 years, 150 are, games.
1: Are you on the blow to Adam Reynolds going, please help?
0: SOS, Renault.
1: I think, I honestly think West Tigers are now at SOS stage, aren't
0: they? DMC SOS.
1: Like, they, um, I don't see how you get out of this. Like, they've made some buys this year, I thought. Like, like, that lorry kid's good and shit. But, like, when you've only won one game and you're just not feeling it and your half, like, is nowhere, maybe that should have been your focus.
0: They got booed off the ground yesterday in Tommy Radonikas's, like memorial match. Oh, my God. Vale Tommy. They got booed off. Wow. Yeah. And it was at Lycart, wasn't it? Full house. Yeah, dude. Lycart booed off the fucking field. As Tommy Rodonicus's jersey sits like sadly on a chair.
1: As well, Luke Brooks wore twenty two. They retired seven yesterday. He played like yeah. He was well, a 22 I ago. mean, yeah, he, he played...
0: played like a twenty two. He should be fucking. Maybe that's something they should be listening. Why have you got a reserve half on the field?
1: Maybe, but also maybe that wasn't even for Tommy. Like the power <laughs> no, brokers exactly. were like, They're "You're not playing well enough. But you're not playing well enough to wear the seven. You're in the <laughs> twenty two every week.
0: Transitioning you out of the side." <laughs> Mate, they should have just put – they hung the seven on a chair. They should have just put that chair onto the field. They have just put the jersey over the chair and just put it on the field.
3: <laughs> the chair had as good a chance of, like, catching the ball and it not dropping out of the chair as, Brooke,
0: as Seriously, Brooks Seriously, with the greatest respect.
3: Right, mate,
1: I've got the chair at 50-50 to catch <laughs> that ball. I do. I've got the chair at 50-50. Luke Brooks, mate, he was a couple of percent yesterday, wouldn't he? Was,
0: he was never catching that ball. Never.
1: It was zero percent then.
0: Never catching it. Um, So listen, good luck to the Tigers. Good luck to everyone this round. Manly plays the Titans. Manly will win. Manly go back to back. That game's Um, in Mudgee this weekend. Beautiful country HD light, Eddie.
1: Mudgee's a beautiful part of the world, particularly punters and dribblers in April. Um, Manly has a real affinity with April HD light. Autumnal HD light. Yes. Particularly with a nice... Brisk, still day.
0: Yeah. It's well, speaking of brisk, it's got a little chilly on the eastern seaboard of New South Wales at the moment, of yeah, Australia. Yeah. You know,
1: I wake up this morning, I was like, ooh.
0: Yeah, fresh. Jacket weather. Fresh. Jacket weather. Daddy's wearing slippers. Daddy's wearing slippers and covered in calamine lotion. <laughs> um, is that rugby league? That's rugby league. Storm did all right this week, eh? Can't remember. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. You know what? I was a Brandon Smith. Oh, no, actually, my multi was scat. But I tell Mm. you what, if you had the anytime try scorers, if you had even four of the anytime try scorers, like your Christian Welchers and shit, that would have been a fucking juicy same-game multi if you're on blue bet. All different try scorers in our 52 points. Yeah. No
3: one scored two. Dude, that Pappenhausen one, that was badass. Yeah. Shout out to
0: Welchie, though. Friend of the show. Good on him, Friend of the show, Christian Welch, getting over. Love that. Eddie, Dave was, uh, and I don't know how publicly you want to talk about this, Dave, but we'll certainly publicise it for you. Were you eating mushrooms in the Irikanji sort of heartland of this nation? Uh, I was not. I was not.
3: Unfortunately, I can see how you would have made that mistake because I think when I was texting you guys, kind of drunk on Wednesday night, that could have been what it was implied. What happened was I went out snorkeling on a boat to the reef. I was up in Port Douglas with the family. It was lovely. And we met these three young people driven up from Wollongong, which is a fucking huge drive. <laughs> yeah. um, and anyway, we were chatting. The one girl was very chatty. The two other guys weren't so chatty. Whatever, didn't think much of it. She said, oh, come around to ask for some drinks tonight. It's my mate's birthday. So I was like, cool. And then I got home and I got a message from her saying, oh, yeah, sick. Nice to meet you. Sorry, the boys weren't too talkative. We all took a bunch of shrooms before we went snorkeling. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Right, dude, did you go out for drinks? That's... Yeah, yeah, I went to theirs for drinks that night. How, what was it? How it was, was the vibe? Yeah, it was cool. They brought up like DJ decks and speakers with them. And it was like I was with my parents for a week, so it was good to cut loose with some young people again. Yeah, 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 Fucking sure. oh, it
0: was, dude. Yeah. I respect that. I respect you just uh getting after it, like meeting some randoms. I'm a little less, I always have a lot of respect for people that can go on holidays and just like. If you're by yourself, like if you're with, you know, if you're with like mates and you sort of start talking to some people you meet, that's all good. But like when you're by yourself, just meeting people and just like talking around and people, I'm always like, oh yeah, I respect Mm. that.
3: Mm. Yeah, it was good fun. I was really hoping they would have some weed, but they didn't. But, you know, so they took, what did you do? What did you do?
0: what did you do for cones, mate? Nothing to do had, that I had a
3: week off. Mate, I reckon I'm as fit as I've ever been. You had a week off.
1: I'm
0: surprised yeah. you weren't
3: shaking like a leaf. Yeah, the first couple of Pale days in a in one of those soft. like
1: in one of those like you know, medical blankets <laughs> all
3: weekend.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of
3: blanket. sweaty nights sleep, I imagine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, life's not too bad up there in North Queensland, so it was kind of worth the break.
0: Any Irukandji, uh stinging
3: yeah, you? No Irukandji stinging me. There's, they got the nets up at the beach, so thanks to the Lifesavers for protecting us. But it was a good trip. And then I'm going away again on Friday as well for Storm Roosters in Melbourne because it's my birthday on Friday as well. Oh,
0: How old are you turning? 21, 18? 20,
3: 23. 23. Oh, man.
0: You are so fucking young. I'm so jealous. <laughs> you're 23. turning
3: 23. Yeah, nobody likes you when you're 23. Is that what is that? <laughs> that's the
0: Blink One Eighty Two. That's the Blink One Eighty Two. Come on, dude. No, sorry, know. Dave. That's a bit more you and me. he's yeah. not into music. Yeah, fair enough. Um, now, Dave. So, what you're going to Melbourne to watch? Who are they playing? Storm Roosters. Oh, yeah, that's a good big game. game. Big
3: game. I'm going so up with my gonna, mate. I'm going with my mate who's a Roosters fan and our dads. So it should be good fun.
0: Lovely. Mm. And then a bit of a, a bit of a bend in Melbourne.
3: Yeah, we'll see. We've we'll got to get back on Saturday to Bend in Sydney on Saturday night. Oh, you're flying down oh, for the nice. day? Yeah, just for the night on Friday night. Oh, Friday night, right? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. What oh, have that's cool. You got, cool. Have you got pl- anything planned on Saturday night? The bush? Um, well, I've got another friend's birthday drinks, but that's a prez, and then I don't even know what I'm going to do after. See what happens.
0: Lovely. Well, that's nice, Dave. Happy birthday from us to you. Thank you very and much. And from boys. the punters and dribblers to Dave. Yeah. Twenty-three. Send your love uh, into D or Dave. Yeah. Send your love to Dave. D
1: or Dave youngest is youngest man alive. Is that your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, slide into his DMs and, you know, tell him how you feel. Send him some tell happy him how, birthday dick pics. Yeah, exactly. Send him dick pics um, and tell him how he makes you feel.
0: Yeah, uh, through the power of dick pics. That's Rugby <laughs> League. That's DOD's Day's birthday. Let's move on. Uh, Eddie, just before we get to the dribbles, because I don't have too much else, if you do, feel free to let me know. Um, James O'Connor now being spoken about as the future wallaby skipper, if you believe the people on the internet.
1: Sure, I mean he's turned a new leaf wouldn't this be wouldn't this be an, uh, a complete 360 for if he was to come from being kicked out of Australian rugby essentially after his myriad of fuck-ups early in his career to come back Sk- skullduggery He's skullduggery. to come back, full circle Tom, and well, I don't know if full circles the right word because you would arrive back at skullduggery, but to do a complete <laughs> about turn 180. A 180, Tom. The old 180. For him to pull off a 180 and rise to the dizzying heights, the dizzying heights of Australian Wallabies captain, would be impressive.
0: Yeah, it would be. Very Uh, impressive. Now, apparently... How how does it... Sorry, you go. No, they were just saying when he came back from sale, where he was playing in the uh, English competition, he was on like 800 grand a year. He's come back taking a fucking 500 grand haircut just to come back to play rugby in Australia. The lure of the gold jersey, you know. Um, so he's do- made all the right moves, showing all the right shit. I think the Reds get a home semi. I don't know, Dave, that's more your department, but the Reds have a home final. Um, yeah, they just be the Bumbies,
3: up- so they'll be the top. They, I think they should finish their season top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. so he's doing all the right things but when it comes to like being the captain I'm like hmm what's Michael Hooper done wrong and some people are like well oh you know he hasn't he hasn't got the greatest winning record Michael Hooper I'm like surely we're not putting that down to Michael Michael Hooper's been like the, one of the best players in the world for the last fucking 10 years well is Michael the f- reason
1: is Michael fucking off or something
0: yeah but that well I don't know like, why is he getting 10, replaced he's played like they're saying they're saying that there's some guy McRice or someone who plays for the reds who's a good seven but it's like michael hooper is the captain he's the best one of the best sevens in the world and the only reason he doesn't have a winning record as captain is because he's been playing with a bunch of losers With the greatest respect
1: mate i to be honest i don't know enough about it like if if he's getting dropped that seems like that seems pretty bold but if he's getting removed from the captaincy because of his winning record like if he's going to be in the team but he's been replaced because of the winning record then i start to ask questions because yeah it's the coach's responsibility for how the team goes like the captain is supposed to inspire and talk to the ref and bark orders but like Wins and losses don't fall
0: on his shoulders, do they? No. Who the fuck's I have so. who the fuck's implying that? Dribblers, rugby union dribblers who uh, you know live and die by the Facebook status, Edward. <laughs> live and die by the Facebook status. Um, anyway, look, happy for JOC.
3: Well, don't forget what uh, may have contributed to James O'Connor's rise to fame: his whole save your world anime program.
0: That's true. That's true. Maybe mate, make Savior World captain.
3: Mate, I tell you what, save—we
1: won't hear the end of Savior World if he gets captain, though. Okay, look at nah, this. Look, what, like, look what we've created.
3: The Rock's yeah. gonna be signed to promote them soon. Seriously, mate.
0: Bro, get the some... Rock. Did you see the thing about The Rock?
3: Yes. Nah.
0: The thing about fucking forty-six percent, which is obviously a bullshit stat, but forty-six percent of Americans want The Rock to be fucking <laughs> want The Rock to be president, and then The Rock comes out and he's like, "Doesn't the Rock doesn't?" Go to any length to be like this is ridiculous. The Rock is one hundred percent entertaining, being the president of America.
1: I guarantee you is. I guarantee you he is. Like one hundred percent, mate.
0: You read those. You read
1: those captions, and he is. He is so fucking into it. He's like, oh, so humbling. Like for this, you know, half black, half Samoan kid who just, you know, worked hard to be thought of this way. It's like, yeah, bruh, but like you, like you're a wrestler, dude. What, but what happened last time that you, you guys went for a, a fucking, a bloke to lead the country who wasn't a politician. This is, How did that This go? is what
0: he says. This is what, so the, the thing is Newsweek, 46% want Dwayne, the rock Johnson as president. Now, 46% of who, you know, at least 46% of Americans would support a presidential run from Dwayne, the rock Johnson, according to a new poll. These polls are all horseshit, but whatever. But no but the rocks
1: but, po- but that could what, what be well I mean 46% of Americans might be like yeah you should run I don't going to vote for you that
3: support his run like is that is it completely misleading this statistic that well, he's throwing out there To be fair I've just looked up the 2016 presidential election Donald Trump got 46% so those could be the same 46% like don't trust Americans to make good
0: decisions. Mm. D- definitely not. But I'm saying these polls are extrapolated much like radio ratings. You go, Oh, we'll survey five people and then we'll extrapolate those numbers to basically uh, make it, try and make an under, get an understanding of like an entire market. So it's like, we'll survey 2000 people in the radio ratings in Sydney and then we'll go, Oh, well we've, dumped fucking all of them at an old folks home and Alan Jones is winning. And so we'll go, Oh, well, if you extrapolate those numbers as 2000, the percentage of the fucking population, Mm. 50 million people listen to Alan Jones. So, I mean, I can only assume that they haven't surveyed 46% of the American population here.
1: Look, I think that's probably a pretty fair assumption. Tom.
0: The rocks put this on his Instagram. He puts the thing up there on his Instagram. And then this is his, this is his caption. Humbling. I don't think our founding fathers ever envisioned envisioned a six foot four, bald, tattooed, half black, half Samoan tequila drinking, pickup driving, fanny pack wearing guy joining their club. But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve you, the people.
1: What do you say? What do you say to that? I just, I don't look, what I would say to that is, I don't know if you cut out for it, Rock. Like, you you just hate having had any experience, mate. But he, like, I wouldn't be shocked one fucking iota if he won. Wouldn't shock me at all.
5: No, it
0: wouldn't shock me In
1: either. fact, I, I'm starting to think I'd be
0: shocked if he didn't win. He should be running. He's got 228 million Instagram followers. That's almost the population of the goddamn country of 100 million. Like, Ruben tear, brother.
3: I honestly think he'd win. I think he'll run. So do I. And I think he'll win. I want to see him at like G20 summits with Putin and Xi Jinping just chatting shit.
4: Yeah.
0: Dude, that's it. Dude, he'd be flexing and shit like at the summits. <laughs> yeah. Too. Doing the rock, doing like the people's eyebrow and shit, like as he's <laughs> talking to the country. <laughs> My fellow Americans, <laughs> can you smell what the president is cooking?
6: <laughs> Jeez.
0: It's yellow cake. We're actually uh, making fucking <laughs> nuclear weapons. Um. Anyway, I think we should get some dribbles. What do you
3: reckon? Let's dribble, brother. Let's dribble. Did you want to talk about the IPL?
0: I mean, look, not really. IPL.
3: It's not really our cup of tea.
0: No, it? but did see, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the, the old um, Friends of the Show, Greg Cricketer? Mm. Six shows a week they're doing on their YouTube covering the IPL. Six shows I think,
1: a week? Five or six. Nice. <laughs> that's hard yakka. We work that's hard, hard, but that's, that's working hard.
0: That's hard. And also it does warm the cockles of my heart to see that they are taking uh, they are taking the term throbber to the Indian population. They um they've obviously got a fucking huge following now. If you follow their great cricketer on their YouTube their Indian audience, a la why they're probably dedicating all this time to the fucking IPL. But was nice to see that they are, you know, spreading the good word of throbbing and throbbery to the indian contingent take it to the world take it to the
1: masses you know let it be adopted into the volcano. by the billions yeah by, by the, the
7: billions. billions
2: let's drill yeah g'day fellas P's and d's uh wannabe influencer here uh, after another eels game remember to drop my name this time um listening to your thing about the Power Tigers preview on about even and i saw the whole lot. Uh, what is easter thing and the chocolate eggs and the whatnot so, I just thought as a teacher at a Catholic high school, thought I better shed a bit of light. So, Easter Sunday, Christ rises, and Easter Monday is just basically a continued celebration of the fact that He has risen. Reason why we have eggs is that eggs were a symbol of fertility. So, and rabbits were used as they were the quickest breeders. So, because rabbits fuck fast, that's why they're a the symbol. Uh, typically in pagan religions, eggs were that of fertility because the circle of life and eggs kind of around all that fucking jazz and uh yeah hope you all had a fucking good easter uh again another loss of the dirty merger tigers up heels, religious dribble soon yep that's me
1: that's been very helpful i always i always thought that christ he rose on the Sunday, even though the third day thing wigged me out. I think they go Friday right. is a day. Saturday he does rise a day.
0: on he does rise on the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So but we were getting confused by three days and we were thinking three days from Friday is Monday, but they don't count they count Friday is a day, Saturday's a day, Sunday is a day. Yeah,
0: right, right, right. On the exactly. third day. He rises. Not and three then days Monday later. everyone's just everyone's yipping and yahooing on, on Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think Monday reserved for the yip and for the yahoo, Tom. Yep,
0: yeah. Which,
1: which makes sense. Um, thank you, though, to the Catholic school dribbler for enlightening us, the punter and the dribbler, with...
0: Really appreciate that. So I'm assuming they teach that in all Catholic schools. Oh, you would assume so, Tom. I don't
1: want to yep. make assumptions, but I would assume that's the case. Could be wrong, yep. though. Yeah, g'day, fellas. P's and D. Nope, that's. I haven't it's done the this same while. guy. That's <laughs> the same
6: guy. I am new to this, punters and dribblers. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Dave, uh, it's top point dribbler here. Just call up the hotline to um, get your boys', boys opinion. Um, most of my knowledge does come from the podcast, which would probably explain why none of my mates really understand anything I'm talking about half the time. Um, next weekend, so it'll probably be this weekend um, when this dribble gets played. Um, I'm facing a bit of a, a, a David Clemmer, a bit of a dilemma. Um, been invited to three different events, and I would love like to get yours and um, your Dave too. You could chime in here. You, I'm sure you I'd value your opinion on what I should do this weekend. So the first one is, I've been asked to go to the footy by a female. She's a good-looking girl. I found out she's a Roosters fan, so I told her I loved her the first night I met her, uh, and then after grab a few drinks, have a bit of fun, see where that goes. The second one is a 21st birthday now. A lot of my good friends are going. Um, should be a good night at the house party too. I haven't really gone to a house party since pre-COVID. So that could be another good option. Uh, and the third one, my my good mates have invited me to um, indulge in some, some mushrooms that may or may not be enhanced. Um, the old day, this is where I'd love to get your opinion on. Uh, I've never done it before and I've heard it's a good time. So um, whatever you boys choose, I'm more than happy to go with that route. So... Um, would love to hear your opinion, boys. Um, be soon.
1: I've got it, mate. Get on the mushies, go to the, go to the footy with the bird, and then take it to the party.
0: That's a big lift. So, that's, so you're basically saying go – I guess that's all, it's all very much as well based on proximity. If you can get these mushrooms close enough to the game, go, listen, fellas, I'm going to come have some mushrooms with you, wait for them to kick in, start wigging, then oob up, because you've got to be safe to the game. It's probably going to make the game more enjoyable, but it also might make it a little overwhelming with busy crowds. Yes, and that's where hit. that's
3: where I see the problem, <laughs> especially because if it's his first time coming, especially going on a date with a girl, he really doesn't want to fuck it up, even though she's a Roosters fan, so I don't know, you could let her go. But, you know, you're on mushies, you're thinking about so much, trying to be nice to this girl, trying to act normal with the footy.
1: But the like seats are like
0: talking to you, so it's going it, to be a little, you
1: know. Like, like in all seriousness, though, don't, I wouldn't risk that. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't do that. No, it's going to no. go horribly you,
1: wrong for you. I, if I'm you, I'm, I'm binning the mushies. Yeah, I'm going to the footy with that chick, and then I'm
0: trying to get out of the 21st to the house party. That's yeah, because there's be a doing. way you can do two of the three. Yeah, you probably if you just do the mushies, it's only going to be the mushies. Uh, but you, but could, they'll always be they, there.
1: You've been invited will, by this yeah. chick to the footy. I don't think you can say no
3: to that. And Saturday nights no. especially, more traditionally for the, the Yippin' and Yahoo and then for
0: the Wigan
3: and the Mushin'. That's true.
0: To be honest as well, I, I, I don't know whether he said where he was doing the marshes, you but do I wouldn't out. just be-
3: you got to do them in nature. Mm.
0: Yeah, 100%. percent you got to go to like either someone who has like a property and just go and like camp out under the stars or go rafting like I always used to do, which is the best place to do it, down a river and just fucking live your life. But if you just go to, like your mate's fucking apartment to sit in the fu- in the room and just no, don't do be that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Footy with the, footy with the lady. Who are the Roosters playing? Storm. Oh, so he's no, but- in Melbourne. This is a Melbourne dribbler. So
3: you're gonna go? It mil- must be Melbourne. Footy- I thought he said Saturday. Footy- night, though. I don't know. Look, mm. I'm confused now. But it could just- have been for this weekend. That
1: just it
0: could have been for the weekend past.
3: It must have been. But it
0: says well, four we... days
3: ago. I oh, don't know. Well no, four days was before Saturday. But he yeah. said
1: next weekend, not this weekend. Mate, well listen. A... If know. you're
0: in Melbourne, if you're a <laughs> Melbourne dribbler, then do that. Whatever. Wherever you... if it's already happened, let us know. If it hasn't happened, let us know what you went with. But that's that would be our recommendation.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's I think you've absolutely nailed it, Tom. You've absolutely wouldn't want some
0: it. mushrooms now that it's been put out there. <laughs> Tom,
4: Eddie, your these and these.
6: I'd like to say, great win by Manly as a Broncos man myself. It's hard to say that. Main thing that has been illuminated by
4: this win is the DCE bringing Queensland to a whitewash. And that's all I have to say. Have a great day, mates. Cheers.
0: I love how quickly the uh, the DCE rhetoric switches after we have a game. Like, manly are losing, everyone's like fuck DCE, whether you're from Queensland, New South Wales, whatever. Then, obviously, DCE confirms himself as the most clutch athlete in human history, and then the licks disappear, and everyone's calling up, especially our Queensland contingent, and they're all on their knees for DCE. Mate, people were telling, like, people were saying that he should be dropped.
1: You know what I mean? That his contract should be torn up. And now they're talking about whitewashers in origin, which we all know is not gonna happen. But it's an about not face, Tom. It's it's an about face, my friend. Yeah. Let's go. That dribble was nothing. <laughs> that
0: was a oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the guy who was no. about DCA. Like you were just disregarding his dribble. No, I but played this guy dribble, nothing. but it wasn't anything. Uh, day,
5: boys, uh, Caxton Street Dribbler here, uh, short time listener, only got introduced a few weeks ago, not sure if you've covered this on the show, I'd love to know your opinion, if you've got the time to uh, spare uh, on supporting clubs from uh, you know the neighbourhood next door, I'm a Brisbane boy, <clears throat> Brisbane boy, and I support the Fremantle Dockers, I copped a lot of flack for it, I uh, just like the colour purple, the colour of emperors, look up ancient Rome, you know, that's how it is. So yeah, maybe just let me know, or let the the dribblers know how you feel about uh, you know, people supporting clubs from you know, places they don't live in, places they're not from. It is what it is. Anyway, be here soon. Bye, lads.
0: I don't, I don't love it. Like I think it depends. It depends, right? Like if you, if you've got familial ties to an area if you're it's more about going have you turn coded? have you changed if you are someone who's grown up in some sort of you know isolation in terms of like oh my family never watched this and watched that and then I discovered sport later and it's like this is why I like I think if you you can pick a side and then you pick and stick but like I tell you what it's going to be hard for me to believe you if you pick a team that's winning the comp if, unless you're like Ten years old, but if you're like seventeen and you go, oh, I suddenly like fucking Richmond.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Like if you pick and stick, I oh, it's oh, I'm I don't have a massive problem with it. Particularly if you live in Brisbane, which is not like an AFL fucking heartland by any stretch of the imagination. Like,
0: no.
1: The only thing is, you don't really get to watch any of the games. You know what I mean? Like, how often is this Blake down in fucking Melbourne? Fremantle you know, or Fremantle? How often is he in Perth? Like never. You would think. Yeah. Which makes it tough. The big, the big no-no, the number one no-no punters and dribblers, though, is the turncoat thing, which Dior knows yeah. all about. That's the number one no-no in sport is the turncoat. The turncoat is no – you don't want to be a turncoat, basically. No. I don't awesome. – like, if you, if you woke up if – you, if you lived your entire life next to Brookvale Oval, but you went for the Tigers, I'd have a I'd, – I'd feel funny about that, though. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'd feel funny about that.
0: If you if you're if you're growing up right next to like a rugby, if you're like in rugby league heartland and you decide to, you know, not support the team from within which the you know where you've grown up, then you're a piece of shit, but like if you live in like a regional part of Australia and don't have a team specifically to align to and so you Oh, support- of
1: course, we're not talking about that though. Because he's, no, tra- he's, he's
0: a Brisbane boy. No, I'm with you. Mm. But, yeah, so it, it's contextual, but don't be, it's, But don't be a turncoat. Don't be a turncoat like Dave, like, like Neil, sir. <laughs> Let's move on.
4: Yada, yada, yada. Tom. It's the lunch break dribbler once again. Uh, the, the intro isn't getting any more fucking good. Oh, my God, Cleary's away. Cleary's away. Cleary's intercepted the fucking ball and Cleary's going under the fucking stick. Anyway, <laughs> that's fucking a beautiful thing up the wrist. but also as an avid Broncos fan, I just want to say congratulations for the win tonight, uh, against, uh, all the warriors and battle warriors. I mean, you guys were up against it. I think, uh, you guys performed very well and, um, nail biter, nail biter. <laughs> <Like, laughs> it's a fucking nail biter. And, uh,
0: and and
4: if there's one thing I like more in this life, uh, other than $2 sausage rolls from the fucking Vietnamese bakery, it is a nail-biter. <laughs> and Nathan Cleary intercepting and going over against the Raiders because guess what? Fuck the Viking Club and fuck everything that is about. Um, but uh, other than that, lads, uh, good luck on the win. Uh, hopefully it um, comes through the season. I mean, as a Broncos fan, I'm hoping the manor, Comes through and um, we get a win hopefully uh, soon. All right, guys, you have a good night. All right, see you, lad.
1: Loves a nail biter, that bloke. <laughs>
0: Loves a nail biter.
1: <laughs> it was a good game of footy. I enjoyed it. Wasn't a nail biter in the end though, but it was. Yeah, it was a good I, game look, of footy.
0: It was tight. Well, it, the score. The score didn't really disagree with you. I think it was a horrible game of footy, but the result, like the way it ended, was enough to turn my because it was drop ball central and both teams playing some real bottom eight footy. But uh, the fact that we won meant that it was a game that will live long in the memories.
1: Oh, of... I thought he was talking about Panthers-Raiders
0: game. Oh, sorry. I was just talking about Manly. Panthers-Raiders was a good game. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, let's move on.
3: Let's move
0: on. <laughs> no, our game was...
4: Um... Shit house.
1: <laughs> our game was... Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Hey boys, oh, uh, a long time, first time actually, second
2: time I <laughs> uh, flicked your dribble last week. I was up at uh, Avalon Beach, laying in sand after a couple of doobies, and saw a <laughs> seagull fly over. And I was just wondering, of all the animals in rugby league, which ones would win? So I'm thinking, seagull would probably scratch the fuck out of any of those other cunts. Dragons don't exist. Um, I lost my train of thought there. The other thing I was wondering uh, Dance Floor's back on this weekend, not last weekend. Going clubbing tomorrow night, just wondering. Uh, Tom Birmingham, what was the first club you went to in Sydney? Uh, for me, it was YU, um, Soho, uh, Well, Bar was good as well. Okay. Uh.
1: <laughs> I think he's come back. I think he's come back.
5: Yeah, sorry about that. Back for a um, double dribble there. Uh, Just had a little Red
6: Bull. Um, Look, Northbridge dribble here. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for um, basically enlightening me to rugby league. I was a rugby union boy at school. And uh, now I'm a a massive rugby
2: league. I do... uh, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> well, listen, firstly, I hope Peter Velandi's listing there. Mm. He was a rugby union fan, now a rugby league fan. Now a rugby league fan. St. Peter. He already knows, but fuck. Um lot to unpack there from the pothead dribbler. Um, yeah, a lot
1: to unpack. Now, with the Seagull, let's start with the team mascot. Thing. Yeah, mascot. A Seagull
3: couldn't be defeated by anything.
0: No, I mean it can fly in a storm. What would beat it?
3: That's true. Well, it, yeah, well, a storm could beat it. That's true. But there's storms it, all the time, and seagulls don't die. So I reckon. What are you about? I reckon there's been a few <laughs> cases in history of sharks eating sea 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 eagles just sitting on top. Uh, of the You water. know what? There's more stories of
1: seagulls fucking ripping the eyeballs out of the shark. Way more <laughs> yeah, stories. way more. And way the same, more. Same
3: goes for tigers and panthers as well. Like if you see a panther walking around without eyes, it's a seagull, mate. It's a seagull. How man. long? How long is a panther? Tell me this. Tell me this: How long is
1: a panther going to last without eyeballs? It won't be able to hunt. It'll Man, die pretty soon. Nah.
3: It'll be walking into trees. It'll be
0: falling. It's off all over. And- it's all over. And it- then, and then, and then, once it dies, what's fucking flying back into peck its guts <laughs> out? The seagull. It's the long game. Like the seagull
1: knows that if it was to go down and start to try and one-on-one a Panther on the ground, it would lose. It knows that, but it, but it can fly and it's a smart operator. And it knows that the eyeballs are essential to the Panther survival. It removes them and it wins. It's fucking, it's pretty, it's not
0: rocket science. No, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not the the science of working on rockets. That's for damn sure. (laughs) You peck the eyeballs, you win the match. Now, in terms (laughs) of uh, Sydney nightclubs, that I used to go to, or the first one I went to. I can't remember the first one specifically, but I do know that. I think
1: mine was my... Wellbar as well.
0: Yours is what Wellbar? I think it was. I think mine was either Dragonfly in the Cross, which I don't know what the fuck that's called now, but
1: probably not there. But... And
0: also um, in the city, you're right, it's probably closed. In the city, there was one called I think Kink, and one ah oh, okay, there's four dragonfly kink uh art factory or something not oxford art oxford art like, no 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 it's like i think it was called like art factory or maybe that was the night that was on a kink art factory art house art something and then it wasn't arc was it no it wasn't arc yeah yeah <laughs> um the Stonewall. um and then i think one was called like club 77 or some shit and that oh, was yeah intense. club 77 still around is that still around yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a little club rat, but not for very long. I wasn't like, a, I didn't make a long story career. I think it was just when I was like 17, 18, and it was like, this is sick. I'm an adult. <laughs> but I remember going to a nightclub dressed like a jackaroo almost. I like oh was wearing goodness. like, in terms of like, I remember like the first time I went to a club, I was wearing like a shirt and like tucked into my fucking pants, thinking like, oh, yeah, I've got to look like an adult to get in here. Why did you look like a jackaroo? not like a jackaroo, but I just look like I was I looked like I was from going to like a country party
1: right okay. Do you have your boots on?
0: Pretty much anyway
1: <laughs> let's move on. Thanks
5: mate. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Dijon, Dave, hunters and the Drworth um first time caller lifelong dribbler, currently walking the streets of Bathurst, and I've we'll had a discussion with a friend in uh, Sydney, and uh, sorry about that, that's yeah, It sounds we'll like Bathurst. Really nice. um, we, we, we discussed an idea where, not sure if it's been done before, but a Tinder-style app based purely for dribblers looking for hookups of friends. In your local area. Now, I mean, Grinda comes to mind. Grind. But, Whatever it takes your fancy.
1: Do you call but it imagine, I think you, you call turn it up to a local town, you're
5: looking for, say, I don't know, someone you actually get along with or have things in common, you swipe right, you meet up, end up in the tab area, multiple multis, spoon galore, and just an all round dribble, probably end up calling the hotline too. Anyway. Just, uh, like, see your thoughts on that. Not sure if it's been said or mentioned, but even if it has, there's no reason to hear it again. Thanks, boys. Love your work. Mainly 13-plus. Bulldogs. Finally scored
0: some points. Up the boys.
1: Look, I don't hate it. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard.
0: so, So it's an app for dribblers to, like, connect?
1: Yeah, and so you're, like, you're walking around town and you're, like, oh, shit, like, um... I wonder if there's any dribblers around and you see there's some dribblers in the local area and then you, like, match with them based on your preferences, (laughs) apparently. Um, Look, I'll say this. We won't be funding this, but if it were to be funded, if it was to be... If you did get it off the ground, we might look at certifying it. We might not. We'd
0: co sign it and then we'd want all the profits.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But we're not paying for it.
0: We're not paying for it.
3: I almost think you can... You know, you don't need a full new app. We should just lobby Tinder to include extra options. You know, you can have like, I'm a man looking for a woman or Mm. I'm a woman looking for a woman or whatever. You could be, I'm a dribbler looking for a dribbler. Yeah, exactly.
0: Or I'm a punter looking for a dribbler. Yeah, that's right.
3: That's right. I like that. There's new genders every day. So why not punters and dribblers?
0: Oh,
3: do we start getting... I self-identify as a dribbler.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at that either. No, that's clever. Um, yeah,
3: bit to work through then
4: Leave it with us Yeah Or just build it And we'll <laughs> Take the profits Build it and we'll come Tom Eddie Joe Dave I'll keep it short
6: And Sharp um, Got At the uh, Gundy Races at, uh, It's North Strabout Jibbler North Strabout Jibbler At the Gundy Races um, In Illusion of a couple of podcasts ago Where we talked about Um nodding the, tipping the cap. There was a man at the Gundy Racing with the Punish Newables cap and I tipped my hat to him and I have 10 spring rolls and I'm kind of walking home. Uh, if you Google map Dior, Google map Gundawindi to North Strabrook Island. It's a fucking long walk.
0: Wish me luck. Bye. Be soon. Fuck you, manly. Gundawindi? Uh, look, I mean, I think we just take that as a comment because I don't exactly know anything about what was said there. Did he say
3: he's walking from Gundawindi to North Stradbroke Island? I think he's joking. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because one of them is probably attached to uh, Australia and the other one, he's got to kind of cross a body of water. So I imagine walking to. Gundawindi is also not close to North Stradbroke Island. It's inland. No. That's what I mean.
3: It's a 300 kilometre walk at least.
0: I feel like that was an incoherent dribble. Is uh,
3: Gundawindi on the border? Nah, Windy's inland like. Is it on the border? No, it's inland as fuck. On the border. Is days. it on the border? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, yeah, it's near the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, fuck. For fuck's I really meant sake. where the
0: border of Australia can you, ends. Can you slap him Eddie? I can't <laughs> fucking do it from
1: my house. He's too far away. But okay. he's getting a he's getting a metaphorical one. It is on the border.
3: Can <laughs> <You laughs> hear the guns being loaded. It's inland. <laughs> That's
2: not
0: the question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, shout out to Gita Windy on the board. I stayed there many years ago. We press on. Yes, we Good do. morning,
4: afternoon, evening, punters and or dribblers. I'm here with Masso of friend of the show Fame. Biggest turncoat I've ever struck. Currently wearing a Sydney Swans hat. the Carlton Suns game (laughs) didn't wait until the end of the game until oh they're about to win I'll go for Carlton turncoats boys what do we think and also what do we think of friend of the show turncoats be soon
1: I was on the ferry the other day Tom going to Circular Key, and we went past Fort Denison, and I thought to myself, do we get the old fort going again for for fucking turncoats and just jam them all there? Just like, you know,
0: to set them straight. Dump turncoats into Fort Denison. (laughs) Can you explain to the punter and the dribble, obviously, global podcast, global podcast, podcast is global. Can you explain to some... Oh, I've lost my bloody... Can you hear me? Yeah, but yeah, you sound weird. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the old headphones just died on me. Um, can you explain to the punter and the dribbler what Fort Denison is?
1: For those that don't know, I'm pretty sure... Look, this, I'm going to vibe here. Fort Denison was a rock that they turned into a prison. It's in the middle of Sydney Harbour. Um, I think it's got a palm tree on it and that's about it. They might use it for weddings now But it's still got prison vibes I don't think it'd take too much To reappropriate it Or like return it to its former glory I don't think it would be too, tar- too hard at all And it's just got turncoat written all over it Like you see it and you're like Fuck I reckon there's been turncoats there before And I think there should be there again if I've, if I've got something wrong Then so be it You could also Google it So you know Fort Denison I think that's what
0: it's called mm. It is yeah. It is Fort Denison? It is now. I was getting my headphones back on, so luckily you spoke for a duration that allowed me to fix them, so I heard nothing that you said. But Fort Denison certainly a good spot for the turncoat. It is. I don't know if you said this. If you've seen the famous fucking Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage movie, The Rock, The Rock is a place in San Fran where they kept the worst prisoners on earth, the worst criminals on earth. Alcatraz. Yeah, Alcatraz, exactly. Mm. Um, so it's, it's our Alcatraz. It's our Alcatraz for turncoats.
1: Yeah, Fort Denison.
0: Fort, Fort Denison, <laughs> <laughs> which I think currently now you can just go and have lunch there. So I think we just we get rid of the. But not for restaurant. long. Not for long. No, no, no. Get, get rid of the restaurant and just lock up all the turncoats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something That's needs to life. be done. We move on. i I'll
6: keep quick. It's <laughs> a bit of dribbler. I sung my song, I, uh, I'm a songbird. I uh, just wanna ask a question for those who are of lack thereof, of hair follicle, Especially myself, I'm running out. Do you have any tips? And also, what is the average time that you do of your clothing iron? Because I take it quite a while And I prefer that I do not take as much time as I did. It is labor intensive. I will not lie. And, uh, I've,
4: I've, look, I'll be honest, I've had a couple.
1: Have you,
6: mate?
4: Staring down the barrel (laughs) of a seriously bad
6: Sunday. Goodbye.
1: Um, look, mate, I only iron like shirts, really. Is that what he asked? You're
0: good at it, though. You like it. You like ironing.
1: I'm good at it. I don't, like, I wouldn't say that it's, like, a fucking hobby of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I
0: haven't haven't ironed a fucking thing in five years.
1: I'm good at it, though. Like, I'll iron a shirt. Like, if I'm going to the races, I'll iron the shirt. Do you know what I mean?
0: Nah. I've got a steamer now.
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't iron it anyway, and it shows. But anyway, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I definitely
0: wouldn't. But I fucking hate it. What's funny, though, is you're not you're not so much of a suit you like your uh you like your your nice little sort of polo shirts you wear to work and your fucking moleskins and your boots and all that bullshit but like we've got friends who would iron a shirt better than any laundromat in the country they iron shirts so often
1: no i reckon that all the boys you're talking about get them fucking dry cleaned
0: bros i'm telling you i know they iron who i know they iron. Your Shermans, newbies, Joyce's of the world, they all iron their fucking shirts. Team ad. These motherfuckers iron shirts within an inch of their life and they'd be doing it with a meticulous precision and sort of efficiency.
1: But they'd be ironing constantly.
0: They are. (laughs) They are. Some of them iron all their shirts at the start of the week and then they'll just give it a little bit of a touch-up before they go to work. Oh, oh, they'll touch them up. I'm, 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 I'm making that up, but I assume so. Especially someone like Sherman. Sherman would. Sherman would. Sherman irons his shoelaces. He's a sicker. <laughs> um, but I do not iron. I hate ironing. I'd prefer to wear a crinkled shirt than to iron it.
1: Do you, you have know? an iron?
0: Not anymore. When we moved house, I just left the ironing board. There you go. I think we have the physical iron, but what good's that? Um I think he also asked about hair. He is going bald. He wanted advice. Now, listen. Did he ask that? Yeah, he asked at the start. If you want advice on how to grow it back, don't have any advice for you uh, because you can't. Now, you could go (laughs) and waste your money at your Ashley and Martins of the world who are just going to rip you the fuck off. If you're wanting to get advice on how to maintain your hair, whatever the fuck's left, I guess the only advice I would have is don't do anything. Don't wash it. Don't do anything. That's what I do. And mate,
1: shave it off. Get on with it. Just get on with the job. Exactly. Get on, you just, just got to shave it off. Just if shave you it, off. it, shave it off. Shave it off. Get on with it. Pete, you you, you, you look better than you fucking think you will.
0: And and life rolls on because otherwise you're living in this constant like halfway state of like, I've still got a bit of hair left. I'm not exactly bald, but I'm going bald. It's really obvious. How do I like sweep it across to make it look? Just, just shave it off. And then you don't even have to worry. It's yesterday's style. It's yesterday's issue.
1: Stop living in purgatory.
0: Shave it off. And if you've got hair and you just want to know how to maintain it, don't do anything. That's the best way to maintain it. Don't wash it, just let it rip.
1: Um, pretty simple.
0: Yep. Do less.
2: DMC. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Oi. D M C Oi. Oi. DMC, we're dynamite. DMC, last week we beat the (laughs) night. DMC, we'll head to the bank west. DMC, we'll come out the best.
4: It's Tom Eddie Tanko, Dave. The Slug and (laughs) All here. All I want to say is you can't spell Illawarra without the W. Thanks, boys. Woo!
1: He makes a great point, and I didn't. He makes a great point. I didn't hate that song.
0: I really liked it. That was it... a nice nod to ACDC, And look, the DMCS are riding high right now—not the Tigers, but the Dragons. You know, so you, you don't want to rob anyone of that—the of opportunity to celebrate.
1: I'm not going to rob him of the opportunity to sing that song after a famous one no. for the club. And he's right; you can't spell Illawarra without W. So I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow yep. all of it. I like that. That
0: was a good dribble. It was great dribble. Well done, son. And that, that should be, but that should almost be what Dragons and Tigers fans sing in the crowd during their games. <laughs> DMC. Oi. 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 DMC. Mate, I love that. And they should start singing that in the crowd. Yeah. You should start it, bro. Nice. Yeah. That's co-signed by us.
6: Hey, boys. It's uh, Jack the Magic Dragon here. This following on from uh, Sluggernaut. Just got a quick little tune to play
5: DMC
4: Oi 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 DMC Oi
1: Oi Oi I can't help but feel like um, A couple of boys Maybe Are trying to get mates? something off the ground Yeah Dude I'm into it I'm into it It's been It's been ticked It's got the tick of approval Yeah, 100% 100% and there's no there's no concern about West singing it this year. I don't think. You know what I mean? Is that no, is, is yeah. that their victory
0: song now? I think so. I
3: don't. You can't sing it if you're getting pumped. No. Well, I mean, they would though. Well, can it be sung to you by someone who's kind of given it to you for getting pumped? You know, could
1: potentially we, yeah. it can be said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I think it's a great damn sea anthem. All in all, I think it's fucking terrific. Um, we've got one more dribble If it's another DMC Oi, oi, oi I'll be impressed
7: Hey boys, P's and D's It's FQK I want to start by congratulating you guys On a clinical win Over one of the competition heavyweights In the Warriors Warming into the season nicely now So well done um, I also want to drag up the expansion team rhetoric again When I heard they were going to be called the Firehawks, the first thing that sprang to mind was Power Rangers and Voltron Defender of the Universe, another childhood cartoon memories. Then someone explained the meaning behind the name and that it's got cultural significance, which is pretty cool, but it's like someone having to explain why a joke is funny. If it's not obviously funny, it's not a very good joke, and I think the same rings true for the name the Firehawks, but that's just me. Uh, But I'm a solution-focused dribbler rather than a problem-focused one, so I've come with a ready-made alternative, The second Brizzy team should be called the Brown Snakes, or Browns for short. Wear a brown and gold strip, and the major naming sponsor should be Bloke Lager. Nice and simple. The word bloke in big block letters at the front of the jersey would look fantastic. Uh, Brown Snakes are native animals, so you tick that box. Snakes kill plenty of horses every year, so you get that up on the Broncos. You could have opposition team fans bringing shovels to the stadium and cutting the heads off Snakes fans, like you do to a Brown Snake, which is a great gimmick. Uh, the home stadium could be called the Snake Hole, or the Hole for short. And the ground manager at the home ground could lead an organised crowd hiss as the boys ran out, which would actually be terrifying. If you put yourself in a stadium surrounded by 40,000 toothless Queenslanders all hissing at you, that'd be fucked. Uh, the catch cry of the club would be, It's snake season, baby. Hiss. Kempi reach out. St Peter, reach out. Let's get this ball rolling ASAP. Um, one very last thing. When you come home with a wet sail, it implies you've weathered a storm. Sailboat goes through a storm, the sail gets wet. Can I have a bag of green for you soon? Okay,
0: that was full quid kid there.
1: Um... Full quid kid, that was that was good. I like the idea of the I, – I think the brown snakes is a good – a good name. It's a good name. Well, because they, they always crap on about the river being called the brown snake
0: Correct. as well. And a brown snake, uh, a famous and venomous Australian animal.
1: And you could call the, the ground the, the snake pit.
0: Yeah, the snake pit. Definitely not the snake hole, yeah. that sounds...
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know uh, where that diluted. came from. That was shit out. S-
0: yeah, snake hole, a bit a bit weird. But snake pit for sure. Um I like one thing that was also is like you can have them brown and gold colors yeah, well, I'm like you mean literally the Broncos, Broncos. colors I'm sure that's not going to work. Mm. But sponsored by bloke I mean we get behind blokes all the time so I mean I don't mind getting behind another bloke here and saying get bloke as the sponsor for sure. I'd
3: almost be worried like- if a, if a team had bloke as a sponsor would that fuel them a bit too much would that be
0: giving them an unfair advantage? Possibly. Possibly, but you know that's not for us to decide. It's given us an unfair advantage, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, look, dude, sure, I like it. I like brown snakes. I mean, it seems like they've already gone with the firehawks, but brown snakes certainly. Are, I like and I like the idea of just being able to call them the snakes. You know, oh yeah, the fucking snakes. I like that. Um, I did like that a lot. Um, I don't know what he's talking about with the fucking wet sails shit. I feel like we've covered that.
1: Yeah, I thought we. I thought we covered it. I know I thought like the, you know, weathering a storm is like, that's the term for weathering a storm.
0: Yeah. And coming home with the wet sail isn't about weathering a storm. It's about having your sail wet. And so you can, you're flying home.
1: That's what I thought. Anyway, could be wrong.
0: Could be wrong. Could be wrong.
1: But uh, I think that's the show, Tom.
0: That's the show, Eddie. Uh, YouTube head there and like, and subscribe. Uh, we've got obviously the full podcast videos. Don't know about this one because I look like a fucking leper. Um, but every week's podcast episodes are there. Also about even the betting show is there. Um, thanks again to our sponsors this week, Bloganabar, Dr. V and also a big welcome to blue bet for jumping on board. Thanks again. Um,
3: Get some hats. I
0: don't, Ah, the the hats are coming. The hats are coming. Uh, We've got samples coming for our bounced-out trackies. It's all fucking happening. It's all happening.
1: Beautiful stuff. Go to the website.
0: Go to the website, alisport.com.au. The hats are available to go right now. Until next week, we'll see you then. Bye-bye.
2: Could you two just not talk anymore?